every once in a while, you'll be flipping through your favorite movie app or station or whatever you're watching, and you'll enjoy something that you watch, and you'll get recommendations based off of that. If you like this movie, you'll possibly like this movie. Well, sometimes you go into that, and you have no expectations of the movie that they're pushing forward, and you're pleasantly surprised. This is not one of those cases. <laughs> hey, everybody, this is Rick for this show called Dr. Movie, the uh, only podcast broadcast from my car while I'm driving down the road. It's a, it's a rainy Monday morning, and I'm driving, but I wanted to take the time to tell you about this movie that I saw from 1990 called Crawlers. That's right, Crawlers. It's on Tubi. It was recommended because I watched Slugs, which was the last episode that I did. And this one, it just rolled right into it, and I started watching it. And I was not impressed. <laughs> and there's several reasons why. So, uh, backstory of this movie. Everybody, I, I think if you're a horror fan, I don't know if you've necessarily seen this movie, but you've definitely seen the artwork. It's one of those that just kind of lingers around. And it's one of those that I pretty much avoided because of the artwork. Uh, because, you know, I've already seen Evil Dead. I don't need, you know, trees uh, attacking people again. Uh, and that's really what this movie seems like. They took that infamous scene from the original Evil Dead movie where the, the trees basically rape Cheryl. And... Uh, they decided to make a whole movie out of this. Now, the reason that it was piggybacked on the back of Slugs is because you kind of got the same story here. Toxic waste dump. You got to remember, this is late 80s going into the 90s. This was pretty much the premise for everything at this point, right? Everything was mutated because of our own doing by dumping chemical waste and toxic waste into areas all the way from the Toxic Avenger to Slugs. Uh, this movie is not any different. It's basically about uh, a corporation that's pretty much made an entire town uh, a landmine, a, a dump for top, toxic waste. And for some reason, this, uh, this idea or the, the cause has made all of the plants, I guess you're going to say. I, it's really hard to explain what is really happening here because first off it's an Italian production so you're not going to get a lot of detail if you know anything about my show I always tell you about the Italian you know screenplays the dialogue they really skip out on a lot of information you don't need to know what specific plant or anything like that you just need to know that the plants are trying to kill people now it would be different if we saw a big bright you know, green leafy plant chasing people, a la, you know, Day of the Triffids or, you know, whatever you want to pull up for that kind of scenario. Even Little Shop of Horrors, right? Which there is a little bit of a reference to. There's a little uh, toy that's handed to a kid that is definitely a ripoff of Seymour. But, uh, I don't know. Uh, all you really see, and again, I, I'm going back to them taking the idea from the original Evil Dead. Uh, you just see these branches or roots. It's supposed to be the roots coming out of the ground, attacking people. 
and they're very uh, octopus uh, like <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it they don't act like roots at all they act like an octopus with the tentacles coming through windows and attacking people and they make when they swing around in the air they make like nunchuck sounds and the problem is is they just use the same sound effect every time it's the sound effect of a nunchuck being swished through the air and also the sound of a whip cracking so you got these whip cracking nunchuck slinging roots going around killing people that only have really two sounds that they make and it's the same two sounds over and over so they never alter uh <laughs> that's kind of the idea so when i dug a little deeper into this no pun intended um it's directed by Fabrizio Laurenti. Uh, really, the only other horror movie this guy's done is Witchery. Came out in 88. So, this is his follow up to that. Uh, neither movie are really that great. Uh, I'd probably watch Witchery again before I would this one. This one's just boring, folks. I, I, I don't know how else to say it. It just is. But. Free Bureau does not have a huge horror uh, repertoire behind him as far as his movies. But the thing that caught my eye is this is produced by Joe Diamato. Now, when I hear the name Joe Diamato, I think trash. <laughs> and I'm not far off. Uh, let, me, let me rephrase a little bit. It could be good trash, can definitely be bad trash, right? This guy is like the Italian, I'm going to say it, Roger Corman, uh, where his name is attached to. I, I think they said there's like over 300 movies that Diamato had directed, or at least in, was involved with, maybe even produced. So he produced this one, but there's tales that he also directed some of the scenes in this movie. I don't doubt it one bit. But he's really like, to, to put it in a better phrase, if you took, if you took Roger Corman and Russ Meyer and you put them in a blender and then you poured that down the throat of I don't know David Cronenberg you kind of get uh, Joe Diamato <laughs> that's the only thing I could think of um, this movie is really weak uh, again it, it, you don't feel like there's really a threat uh all except there's there's actually only one really good uh, special effects scene in this movie. I, well, I, I say good. It's better than anything else you're going to see in the movie where it attacks the sheriff. And let's talk about this sheriff for a minute. This movie has a ton of overdubbed, you know, post-movie overdubbed uh, dialogue. They totally wiped out three or four characters in this. Now, I don't know if some of these actors were actually Italian and they used them and they tried to hide the accent to make it more American. Don't know the story. I just know that it's it's bad. It's really bad as far as the overdubbing. You can obviously tell this voice does not belong to the sheriff. Uh, there's a scientist as well. There's a... Uh, I'm, I guess the guy's another kind of health inspector guy. Uh, but that's really how it all starts off is this guy's going around with a map and he's locating this high count of radiation 
and he's just marking it all down, really for no reason. But uh, while that's happening, we get uh, a young lady that's traveling to, I believe they said Seattle, to meet her boyfriend or see her boyfriend again, and she's the first victim. She gets picked up by a hitchhiker, <laughs> and man, again, uh, the hitchhiker in this, uh, he's almost like a reject from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, but he picks the girl up, and he decides to make a move on her, pulls over on the side of the road, <clears throat> and his big, uh, his big threat, <laughs> no pun intended again, his big threat is the line, I'm going to stick you, I'm going to stick you, or I'm going to stick it to you. It's one of those, it's, uh, I don't know, definitely not an American threat that I don't think we would really use. Uh, it caught my attention, though, because this was just ridiculous enough. Um, from this point on, the girl goes out in the woods and hides from the guy, gets away from him, but unfortunately, the crawlers get her. And through the first, I don't know, 45 minutes of this movie, you don't ever really see the crawlers because you don't, you don't know what it is, right? Uh, of course, the cover kind of gives it away, the artwork. But... It's a lot of POV, something crawling through the, the, the low grass, coming up to people and they react and scream and it just goes off and you see them getting drug off, but you don't see what's dragging them, right? That's kind of the whole concept of what's going on when you're watching this movie. Uh, yeah, uh, acting is not great. Dialogue is, you know, the script is pretty terrible. Uh, the overdubs really takes you out of it. Uh, there's really not a whole lot to say about this one. It's, it's, uh, I always try to find the good points to talk about. Now, this may be somebody's favorite movie, and that's totally fine. It is ridiculous enough that I can see where somebody can enjoy it. Uh, like I said, there's one pretty decent special effect. And from there, it's just all kind of not good. Matter of fact, they even tried a way to, uh, sell this to crowds off of popular names of other movies. Now, I put that in quotation, popular names of other movies. In other words, making them sequels to things that were somewhat successful, such as this movie was also titled, now get this, Troll 3. <laughs> now, Troll 1, not a great movie actually had a troll in it. Troll 2? Infamous bad movie, right? One of the biggest bad movies of all time. Doesn't have a troll in it. It has goblins in it. But they use the name because of some success off of the first movie. Now, why this one would be called Troll 3? When there's no goblin, no trolls, you got plants killing people, and you're going to call it Troll 3. That one blows my mind. And how would it be that Troll 2 was so successful, you want to follow it up with, <laughs> with this movie? Uh, it just, uh, I'm, I'm just fabric-gasted at this one. Uh, it just blows my mind. So if that wasn't bad enough, now I don't know the history of all these, but apparently this movie was also called Contamination 7. Now I know Contamination, the first one. I just covered it not too long ago on this show. 
about the space alien eggs, remember? If you haven't remembered that one, go back and dig it up. It's a good one. There's six other movies of this? Not, well, five other movies, not counting this one. I have no idea. I need to do some research on this. But this is Contamination 7, I guess because of the toxic waste dump. I guess that legitimize, I can't even say it, makes it the case. That that word works. I, I, <laughs> again, 100% the reason I love the Italian flicks, because there doesn't have to really be a good reason to do the things you do. You just do it. Um, when it comes to the end of this movie, you basically have the whole town going out to where this factory's been dumping all their toxic waste. And the townspeople are digging up these, you know, 55-gallon drums and putting them on the back of a truck, and they're going to just take them somewhere else? I mean, where are you taking this stuff, right? So we're digging it up, fighting these octopus root tentacles to try to get all this toxic waste out of there, and you think this is going to kill them off? It just doesn't make any sense, right? But at the end of the day, one of the main characters that ain't even really worth mentioning, a guy just shows up late in the movie, comes with about five or six big bulldozers, and they just bulldozer the area like a landfill, and that's how this movie ends. <laughs> that's how uh, awesome of an ending this movie has. We're just going to smush it all together with a forklift and, I don't know, maybe we'll set it on fire later, something like that. I don't know. Didn't really matter. Oh, you also get one of the worst chases. Yeah, you get your your scientist that's doing the radiation check. He's he's trying to get the corporation that's dumping the the chemical waste stuff to stop doing it, but, you know, the sheriff and everybody is in on it, right? They're all getting paid to look away. And uh, he's running from these two guys. I've never seen three more out-of-shape guys trying to create a chase scene in a movie before. None of these guys should be running at all. They all look like they just uh, overdosed on bratwurst. (laughs) And the chase scene goes on forever. Through the entire factory of whatever this building is. They're creeping around, trying to run at a whopping three miles per hour, I would say, is about as fast as they can go. It's terrible. Terrible, terrible. And it leads to a car chase. So, luckily, he gets, you know, the scientist gets outside, gets his car, and they chase him in the car, and it's just as bad. It's just at 30 miles an hour instead of three. And when it ends, he goes out to the forest and hides. The two guys come out there. And they die some ridiculous deaths, right? The, the deaths in this movie are just not impactful at all. They're, you can't buy any of them. Except, like I said, the sheriff one's pretty decent. And it's still not great. Uh, I don't know. Check this one out at your own risk. I'm not really a fan. Don't plan on revisiting. But there you go. There's my idea. There's my review of Crawlers. So, folks... Till next time, we will check you later.